0: Welcome to The Way This Day. It is Wednesday, January the 18th. Also marks, according to the World Council of Churches, the Week of Christian Unity and Prayer. Uh, This year's theme is based off of Isaiah 117, which is to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Um, We'll have a special prayer during the time of the occasion um, for Christian unity, uh, and there will be resources within the show notes if you'd like to learn more. So let us begin the 18th day of the week. The 18th day of the month. Concerning God's chosen one, he shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. Isaiah 11, verses three through four. The meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. Psalm 37, verse 11. The third beatitude says, happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Meekness has gotten a bad name in our day. We think the meek are those who allow themselves to be used as doormats so meekness and weakness have become synonyms but the translation of the third beatitude as given above uses instead the term the gentle we consider gentleness as a fruit of the spirit on day 13 and that is a key for our understanding of this and indeed of all the beatitudes the meek inherit they do not earn the earth is promised to them as their heritage not their wages The attributes commended to us are gifts from God, from a God who does not judge by what the eyes see or the ears hear. Thus, this God turns upside down our usual values. Note well that in the Beatitudes, happiness is not promised to the wealthy, the powerful, the glamorous, or those with sex appeal. In that reversal of our usual expectations, we find God's gift to us as strange as it may seem. How should this biblical approach to what is important change your own values, your own estimate of what constitutes success? By the way, how successful do you suppose Jesus was considered to be on the day he died on the cross? Opening Prayer God, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. We confess our bewilderment at learning of the strange values you treasure. Transform us so drastically that we may embrace your ways without fear or embarrassment. Enable us to judge beyond what human eyes can see or ears can hear, that you may regard us as the meek, worthy inheritors of your mercy, through Jesus Christ, in whom is true happiness. Amen. Psalm 37. Verses 1 through 11. Don't bother your head with braggarts or wish you could succeed like the wicked. In no time they'll shrivel like grass clippings and wilt like cut flowers in the sun. Get insurance with God and do a good deed. Settle down and stick to your last. Keep company with God. Get in on the best. Open up before God. Keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. Quiet down before God. Be prayerful before Him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Bridle your anger. Trash your wrath. Cool your pipes. It only makes things worse. Before long, the crooks will be bankrupt. God investors will soon own the store. Before you know it, the wicked will have had it. You'll stare at his once famous place and nothing. Down to earth people will move in and take over, relishing a huge bonanza. From the book of Genesis, chapter 9, verses 18 through 29. Now, the sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, and Ham, and Japheth, and Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. Then Noah began farming and planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and became drunk and uncovered himself inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and walked backward and covered the nakedness of their father, and their faces were turned away, so they did not see their father's nakedness. When Noah woke from his wine, he knew what his youngest son had done to him, so he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem, and let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. So all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. From the letter to the Hebrews, Chapter 6, verses 1 through 12 Therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let us press on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of instruction about washings and laying on of hands, and the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we will do, if God permits. For in the case of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift. And have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance, since they again crucify to themselves the Son of God, and put Him to open shame. For ground that drinks the rain which often falls on it, and brings forth vegetation useful to those for whose sake it is also titled, Receives a Blessing from God." But if it yields thorns and thistles, it is worthless and close to being cursed, and it ends up being burned. But beloved, we are convinced of better things concerning you, and things that accompany salvation, though we are speaking in this way. For God is not unjust, so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown him toward his name, in having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence— so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. From the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 22 through 36. After these things Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he was spending time with them and baptizing John also was baptizing in Aenon near Selim, because there was much water there, and people were coming and were being baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Therefore there arose a discussion on the part of John's disciples with a Jew about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. You yourselves are my witnesses that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent ahead of him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made full. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is from the earth and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. What he has seen and heard, of that he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has set his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes the Son has eternal life, But he who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. These are the readings of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish, into my community, beyond my community, into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world, into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love, and of our your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. God of all, our hearts and bodies are thankful for this opportunity to come before you to confess our sins of injustice and divisiveness. Together we come before you a holy family, united in the beautiful diversity of your creation. Some of us are indigenous people. Some of us are descendants of the enslaved. Some of us are descendants of the enslavers. Some of us are migrants. Some of us are refugees. But all of us are part of the one body of Christ. We praise you that through the living waters of baptism, our sins, red as scarlet, were washed away and we were healed, as we became part of the beloved community, the family of God. We offer our thanksgiving and praise to you, Creator God. Together on this journey, we celebrate with our hearts and eyes open to understanding and growing in the sacred wisdom that is shared and passed amongst all people. Help us to embrace unity with each other and remind us that we are of one family gathered by your Holy Spirit in the midst of your creation. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy.